these are to be gained by practicing uh, the infinite of sky, akasanancayatana, then vinyanancayatana, to gain this one has to practice the infinite of uh, consciousness, then the infinite of nothingness, and the, the fourth level is the neither perception nor non-perception. These are the four immaterial jhanas. So those people, those sages, rishis, they practice all this. But they had no clear comprehension, no attainment of enlightenment. They couldn't cut off their defilements and come to the end of sansaric journey. Uh, then, then there is something lacking. So what is lacking is clear comprehension. Even the ascetic Siddhartha, Siddhartha after his renunciation, he went to meet different teachers, under them he practiced jhana. All these eight jhana, but eventually realized that it was not the way. It was, it was not the path for the uh, complete eradication of defilement. Therefore, he thought that to understand, he thought to practice differently, uh, understand in the middle way. Understand in the middle way, he realized that what is lacking in jhana is clear comprehension. Sampajana. Sampajana. Clear comprehension. Once the Buddha said, monks, sometimes the uh, practitioners, they practice and they develop jhana. They come to the first jhana. When they come to the first jhana, they think that oh, this is the effacement. They come to that uh, conclusion. This is the effacement. That is the, the way to, this is the rubbing off of completely cut off rubbing off the defilement. But the Buddha says that is not the uh, effacement in the teaching of the Buddha. Then the second jhana, third jhana, fourth jhana, when they come to this, they think that oh, this is the effacement. This is the effacement. This is the complete cut-off defilements. And even the eighth one, when they come to the eighth one, the Buddha said, they think that it is the, it is the effacement, it is the rubbing off of uh, defilement. But Buddha said, no, these are, this jhanic level, these are for the peaceful abiding here, not for the, not the, not for the, uh, eradication of defilement. That means, even though you practice, develop all these eight jhanas, if you do not switch this to insight, you cannot attain enlightenment. You cannot cut off defilements. That is the meaning. So, the Buddha teaches the, the jhana uh, as he developed himself as he practiced himself. 
this is uh, there are in many dis- many a discourse the buddha has, has depa- uh, explained this different jhanas let's understand how he practiced how the buddha practiced jhana and how he attained enlightenment according to bhaya bhairava sutta bhaya bhairava sutta rokta majjhimanikaya that is the four, uh, fourth discourse discourse number 4 of majjhimanikaya uh, there the buddha says uh, addressing uh, brahmin his name is um, janusoni he says brahmins tireless energy was aroused in me and unremitting mindfulness was established my body was tranquil and untroubled my mind concentrated and unified then with that experience with that experience he came to the different levels of jhana here the buddha explains how to come to these jhanas vivichcheva kamehi vivichya akusalehi dammehi savitakkam savicharam vivekajam pitisukam patamajjanam upasampajya viharati vivichcheva kamehi for the attainment of jhana for the for the gaining of jhana first of all one has to refrain from kama kama means sensual pleasures sensual pleasures kama is not something over there not external kama means desire desire is within on one occasion the buddha said nate kama yani chitrani loke sankappa rago purushasakamu kama means not the things outside over there in the world whatever chitra chitra means beautiful things you know when we see beautiful things uh, it is it is we we grasp these things as beautiful so it is not in that picture the karma the desire is not in the picture desire is within desire is in our eye <coughs> craving is in our eye so this is to be control i is to be control i i is to be guarded uh, that is why the, the buddha says first vivichcheva kamehi refrain from kama refrain from gratifying these senses that is the first thing to do then vivichcha akusalehi then one has to refrain from akusala what is akusala there are two things kusala and akusala kusala means wholesome akusala means unwholesome so unwholesome what are the unwholesome things there are 10 unwholesome factors you know these 10 already we have discussed this akusala are killing stealing sexual misconduct false speech malicious speech has speech frivolous talk 
covetousness, ill will, and wrong view. Those are called akusala. One has to refrain from these. Refrain from killing. Refrain from stealing. Refrain from uh, sexual misconduct. Refrain from malicious talk. Like that, one has to refrain from all these ten. Uh, that is what is called vivicca akusalehi dhammehi. Then savitakhaṁ savicharaṁ vivekajam pītisukam patamajjhanaṁ upasampadhi. This is how one comes to the first uh, jhāna. Uh, savitakkaṁ vitakka and sankappa. There are two, term, two terms. These are quite synonymous. Vitakka sankappa. Thoughts. Vitakka means, sankappa means thought. Vitakka is bit negative. There are negativities, negative thoughts. When you say vitakka. Vitakka, what you call vitakka, are kama vitakka, vyapada vitakka, vihinsa vitakka. Three types of vitakka. Basically, there are three types of vitaka. Kama vitaka. Sensual pleasures. Thinking of sense desires. That is kama vitaka. Then the second one is vyapada vitaka. Vyapada is ill will. Thought of ill will. Vyapada vitaka. And vihinsa vitaka. Thought of cruelty. Those are called vitaka. So all those are negative, negative side. But here to, uh, to gain, to gain uh, concentration, to gain serenity of your mind, you to practice sankhapa, not vitakka. You to practice, you to develop your sankhapa. Sankhapa are good thoughts, right thoughts, right intention. This is the path. Right intention, what are the right intention, right thoughts, uh, sankhapa? There are three kinds of sankhapa to be developed here. What are the three? Renunciation, non-ill will and non-cruelty. Nekkama sankhapa, avyapada sankhapa, avihinsa sankhapa, Buddha said. So these three are to be developed when you practice jhana. These are to be cultivated, developed. So nekkama sankhapa means that is practicing generosity, practicing uh, abandonment. Mentally, while you are practicing, you to understand, you to give up things. Decide. You are not going to cling into anything. Then your mind is calm. You are free from things. As you, you are quite uh, abandoning things. Then the second one is ill will. You have to, you have to put it, you have to turn it to non-ill will. What is non-ill will? That is metta. Love and friendliness. You have to practice love and friendliness when you practice meditation to gain concentration, gain jhana, you to practice metta, loving friendliness. It is to be developed. Then, then uh, the third one is 
non-violence, non-cruelty is uh, avihinsa. Avihinsa, you are not, not practicing cruelty, but non-cruelty. You develop non-cruelty. So when you develop, when you practice these three, your mind is joyful. You have serene in serenity in your mind. That is how you are coming to the first stage. So vitakka, vichara, savitakka, savichara. Savichara means you are doing it again and again. You have to do it. Then viveka jang. Now when when this is happening, your mind has come to viveka. Viveka means detachment. So it is now viveka. You have sort of seclusion, secluded mind. We have come to that stage. Viveka jang with that mind, piti sukham. Piti and sukha. You have then rapture and happiness. Patamajjana upasampajya vihara. Then you can come to the first stage, first jhana. Now there is one thing to be remembered here. According to the sutta, sutta explanations, in the jhanic factors, normally most people know there are five factors in jhana. Vitaka, vichara, Piti, Sukha, Ekagata. That is how most people know. But this is not the Sutta explanation. This is from Abhidhamma. Abhidhamma, the last one, Ekagata is not here. According to this Sutta, this is very clear. Buddha says only four things here. Savitakkaṁ, Savicharaṁ, Vivekajaṁ, Vivekajaṁ, Piti, Sukha. Only four. Uh, they are Vitaka, Vichara, Piti, Sukha. Only four. No Ekagata here. That is the difference. Ekagata means your, your mind is uh, unified, mind is uh, quite concentrated into one point, just, to, just like to make a whole. Huh? That is from uh, from somewhere else, from Avidhamma and from Vishuddhimagga, from uh, other traditions. So Buddha's, Buddha's teaching is different. This is the point. There are, there are some differences. So Buddha's teaching, there is clear comprehension. That is, that is very important. So this is how one comes to the first jhana. Let's see then. Second jhana, how one entered the second jhana? Vitaka, Vitaka means uh, Sankhapa, Vitaka, Sankhapa the same. Good thoughts, Vitaka, Vichara is thinking the same thing, developing. Piti is rapture, Sukha is happiness. Those four. Then, with uh, second second jhana, when you come to the second jhana, vitakka vicharanam vupasama. So, you are uh, subsiding, subsiding both vitakka and vichara. 
ಉಪಸಂಪಾದ್ಯಾಚಾರ then samadhi jang piti sukham now this is called samadhi jang the piti rakshya which was born from samadhi because of your samadhi because of your concentration serenity tranquility you have happiness you have joy that is what is called samadhi jang piti sukham you have both happiness and rapture then in such a way you enter the second jhana when you come to the third jhana pitiyacha viraga upekakocha viharati satocha sampajano ah here this is the important thing pitiyacha viraga now when you come to this there is no piti no rapture pitiyacha viraga upekakocha viharati you are you are abiding with equanimity upekka kocha viharati where you have satto mindfulness sampajano clear comprehension this is the very very important place the most important place of course satto cha sampajano so when you come to the janik uh, this jana third jana you have mindfulness and clear comprehension quite developed you know what is going on some people they practice jhana when they practice jhana they don't know what is happening so here it is very clear satocha sampajano sukhancha kayena patisamvedi you feel even your body through your body you see you you can understand that there is happiness this is what is yantam ariya aachikanti upekako satima sukha vihareti this this abiding this type of living the noble one says upekako satima sukha vihareti this is the living happily lives one who is equanimous and mindful that is what the noble one says okay then the fourth jhana when you come to the fourth level sukhasya cha pahana dukhasya cha pahana somanasya domanasya anang attangama so you give up both happiness and unhappiness both having uh, given up this both sukha and uh, un happiness and unhappiness both 
rate of imperfection, malleable, wieldy, steady and attain to imperturbability. I directed it to knowledge of the destruction of taints. This is unique in the teaching of the Buddha. This is the sort of invention of the Buddha. Not in other religions, not in other traditions. The Buddha realized this knowledge. That is why I said that it is unique. The Buddha said this, then he directed his mind to uh, understand destruction of the taints directly knew as it actually is. This is suffering. Ah. When he directed his mind to understand the destruction of taints, he realized that, oh, this is suffering. Then he says, then I realize this is the origin of suffering. I uh, directed and knew this is the cessation of suffering and this is the path leading to the cessation of suffering. This Four Noble Truth. This is how the Buddha realized the Four Noble Truth. And then he realized further, I, he says, I directly knew as it actually is. There, these are the taints. This is the origin of taints. This is the cessation of taints. This is the path leading to the cessation of taints. So, again he understood, realized the taints. So then, Buddha says, uh, when I knew and saw thus, my mind was liberated from the taints of sensual desire, from the taints of beings, and from the taints of ignorance. When it was liberated, when it was liberated means when the mind was liberated, there came the knowledge, it is liberated. It is liberated means mind is liberated. So it is liberated. I directly knew birth is destroyed, the holy life has been lived, what had to be done has been done, there is no more coming to any state of being. Uh, that was his realization. That was how the Buddha uh, attained enlightenment. Friends, this is how the Buddha explained uh, Samadhi, concentration, jhana. Concentration means, right, un, right concentration means uh, for jhana here. Again, in the, in another discourse, that is, uh, great 40, Mahachattari Saka Sutta. In the Mahachattari Saka Sutta, the great 40, the Buddha says, Aryango bhikkave samma samadhi desisami. Sa upanisa sa parikkara. Monks, I will teach you the noble right concentration. There is another concentration. Now, not only right concentration, there is another concentration, Buddha says, it is called noble right concentration. I will teach you noble right concentration. With it is supports and requirements. That is a different one. Then the Buddha 
explain what what is the noble right concentration it is the concentration uh, re in reinforce uh, empowered by the first seven factors of the uh, eightfold path can you understand this first seven factors are right understanding right intention right speech right action right livelihood right effort and right mindfulness when the concentration is well uh, empowered with these five factors the concentration that concentration is called noble right concentration that is the meaning so that is different when you develop that concentration that is the noble concentration which leads to the supernormal path which leads to the attainment of enlightenment understanding the, the right uh, understanding right knowledge and right liberation it is to which one can attain enlightenment one can become an arhat so that is how the buddha explained this special concentration once addressing the monks the buddha said samadhin bikkave bhavet samahito bikku yatha bhutam pajanati this is what i Uh, recited at the beginning of the talk samadhim bikkave bhavet samahito bikku yatha bhutam pajanati what is the meaning samadhim bikkave bhavet means monks develop samadhi develop concentration develop in serenity samadhim bikkave bhavet samahito bikku yatha bhutam pajanati when the mind is developed the well developed concentrated the concentrated bhikkhu concentrated practitioner meditator yatha bhutam pajanati sees things as they are when you very well concentrated your mind you can see things as they are that is the meaning so then the buddha questions kinch yathabhutam pajanati what does he sees as they are kinch yathabhutam pajanati rupas samudayanche attagamanche rupas samudayanche attagamanche vedanaya samudayanche attagamanche sanyaya samudayanche attagamanche sankharana samudayanche attagamanche ವಿಜ್ಞಾನಸಮುದಯಂಚಿಸಿಯಂಚಿಸಿಯಂಚಿಸಿಯಂಚಿಸಿಯಂಚಿಸಿಯಂಚಿಸಿಯಂಚಿ
practicing developing uh, concentration in this manner. So then the Buddha said, uh, you can see the origin and cessation, origination and cessation of feeling, perception, volitional formation, consciousness. Then the Buddha said, what is the origin? When you see the origin, what can you see? What is the origin? Origin means, here the Buddha says, one seeks delight. Origin of the form. Buddha says, origin of the form. What is the origin of the form? One seeks delight. Delight of the form. Then one welcomes it. Welcomes the form. And one remains holding to it. This is the origin. This is the problem. When we, when we grasp it, when we delight this body, when we welcome, when we remain holding it, that is the origin you can see. That is origination. The passing is, if you do not delight, if you do not uh, welcome it, if you do not remain holding it, then it passes away. That is, the, that is how the Buddha said. So, in short, when one develops mind, develop concentration, one can see things as they are. Whenever you see things as they are, you can see three characteristics. What are the three characteristics? Impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, soullessness. Whenever you see these three characteristics, that is what is called vipassana. Real vipassana is that. So, another occasion, Buddha said, Natti jhanam apanyasa, panya natti ajhayatu, yammi jhanam cha panya cha save nibbana santike. Natti jhanam apanyasa. There is no, no concentration without wisdom. No concentration without wisdom. Then says, Panya Nati Ajayatu. There is no wisdom without concentration. There is no wisdom without concentration. There is no concentration without wisdom. These are interdependent. Without concentration, one cannot develop one's wisdom. Without wisdom, one cannot develop concentration. That is the meaning. So, friends, these two should go together. Concentration and wisdom should go together, hand in hand. This is what is samatha vipassana. Concentration is samatha. Wisdom is vipassana. So, samatha vipassana. This is the technique. This is the teaching of the Buddha. So when one practice, practices and develops this, both concentration and wisdom, one can develop this eight, noble eightfold path and come to the end. When come to the end, he knows, he can understand 
reality. He can understand, he can develop, he can uh, realize knowledges, different knowledges. These three, basically these three, they are knowledge to recollect one's previous lives, to understand how beings are born to this world and how beings depart here and are born in somewhere else and the complete destruction of uh, defilements. These three are called triple knowledge, trividya. So, with this understanding, one can come to the, uh, one can realize reality and attain enlightenment. This is the way. So, let's understand how to practice what is uh, right concentration. When we, whenever we talk about right concentration, we have to understand that these four, four jhana and the special concentration, noble right concentration. This is very important. This is the very Buddhistic teaching. In, there are, you know, eight noble eightfold paths. There are some paths in other religions also. Even later on, to name Patanjali. Patanjali, he had the path. So, the difference, the Buddha's teaching is different. Buddha's teaching is not, not like others. This is different. That is why we want to always, we want to emphasize, we want to understand this clearly. This path, this path, the, the Buddha very clearly said, this concentration means right concentration. It is the noble right concentration uh, empowered, reinforced by the first seven factors. Without right understanding, you cannot develop concentration. Without right intention, you cannot develop right concentration. Without uh, right speed, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, you, uh, you cannot develop right concentration. So, right concentration is with the help of other things. They are, that is why the Buddha said, they are, these are the supports, these are supports, saparikkara and saupanisa, two terms, supports and requirements. Uh, so, with that, with that understanding, one can completely cut off uh, defilements and attain enlightenment. Let's understand this Dhamma and let's practice this Dhamma as the Buddha taught us. Whenever we practice, we can understand little by little, we can understand these things and gradually we can develop our mind systematically we can develop our mind so that we all can attain enlightenment. May we all attain perpetual bliss of Nibbana. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.